welcome everybody to the latest episode of the lands meet my brand new experimental interview based dragon age podcast where i bring on new guests every episode and talk about dragon age today i am joined with inquisitor megwin how are you doing today megwin i'm good how are you I am doing great. I am excited to talk about Dragon Age with you. So let's just yeah, me too. Let's just get straight into this, Megwin. What does Dragon Age mean to you? It's my favorite game. <laughs> so yes, <laughs> it, and it, it's definitely like a comfort game for me. So I always replay it when I'm like feeling down or just in the mood for it. So my dad actually introduced Origins to me. He was like, wow. "Hey, I think you'd like this game," and he was right. <laughs> Um, I was in like middle school, I think at the time, maybe early high school. Yeah, I used to play all the time and I just had this like crappy little laptop (laughs) I would just (laughs) play it on and it means a lot to me, especially since like I had found it kind of in a bad time in my life too, like mentally. It's just always been a comfort game for me. Absolutely, absolutely. I I would say similar to me too. When Inquisition came out, I was going through a rough time, and that game, like just escaping into that universe, it was the best possible time for it to come out. You know, and that's what I love about these games is when you might be suffering without lost friendships in real life, or things might be getting you down in the real world, whatever. And then you have these experiences in this game that just take you away from that. It's it's amazing. It's truly beautiful that that Bioware create these games with with all these characters, and they can really help just just escape for a bit or just to, to delve into these other characters it's it's it was for me it was similar to it was just like when i had no friends i had all of these amazing friendships in dragon age and that's what got me through 2014 (laughs) yeah definitely it's the storytelling and the character design both in like their appearances and personality is amazing to me i usually play video games for the story and the characters I don't know what it is about bioware's characters but they just hit all my check marks (laughs) yeah I don't know if you get, I don't, I don't attach that many characters in games as I do in Bioware games. You know, like I just yeah. think of like Liara Tassoni or Liliana or Alistair. And then in other yeah. games, I can, you know, like Life is Strange has got a few good characters, but I don't attach to them as much as I do in Dragon Age games. And yeah. Bioware games, you know. I, I watch a lot of like Let's Plays on YouTube and stuff. Yeah. So like I've seen a lot of games and I usually watch them because the story and stuff. But I, I would agree that like none of the characters really like, hit me as well as like the Bioware one. I, I went into this with Nunzio and Christina and I think it's just because there's so much real life things and, and aspects of, of people's real life in their, in these characters that it's just, it's a way to relate to them. Like, you know, David Gader, he based a lot of his story about being gay with his family on Dorian. And therefore Dorian is just yeah. powerful. I love Dorian. Yes. Uh, Dorian yes. is like my best friend every time I play. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> absolutely he can't not be he's so fabulous and amazing <laughs> he's amazing i love dorian so much <laughs> definitely favorite. one of my favorites yeah do you have a favorite um dragon age game okay so my boyfriend's asked me this before and <laughs> it changes every time it just kind of oh, depends yeah? Yeah. on whichever one i'm playing <laughs> yeah <laughs> like whichever one i'm currently playing at the moment is my favorite so like yeah. sometimes origins will be my favorite or uh dragon age 2 or inquisition like they're just all so good (laughs) i don't know if i can really pick a favorite if i had to pick one it would probably be inquisition just because there's so many more of the characters in that one like companions that i genuinely adore i think there's only one companion that i don't like who (laughs) who (laughs) i don't like vivian (laughs) oh interesting yeah 
I have nothing against her, really. I just don't agree with her opinions and views on the mages. That's fair. That's understandable. She is quite um, ironic for a mage, isn't she? I know. Like, <laughs> yeah. I feel like everyone loves her. And, like, that's great. If, you ha if she's your favorite character, I have nothing against you or that. But yeah. she is definitely my least favorite. I, I just, love her I, because of just, just the, the banter she has with Sarah and Cassandra. It's, yeah. oh, the chemistry's amazing. Just hearing <laughs> them all bicker at each other. That was my first party in Inquisition and I loved it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, I like her and Dorian's banter oh, a lot. Yes. Like, again, like, I don't like, I have nothing against people who like her. Like, yeah. I, I always oh, yeah. get kind of annoyed when people, like, bash on others for, like, liking a certain character that they don't like. It's yeah. up to opinion. It's oh, completely yeah. subjective. <laughs> like, like, like that's, the, that's the most ironic thing. Like These games are made to be enjoyed and celebrated by so many different people for so many different reasons. Because you can, me and you could create two completely different characters and have amazingly different player fruits. And it's just yeah. so ironic that the fandom or people in the fandom could be like, well, you must not like Solas or you have to love this character or this character. It's like, no, 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 no. You know, there are so many different characters and, and choices and consequences for a reason. Because... Yeah. You're not supposed to like everyone, you know? You're supposed to have different opinions. That's supposed to be great, and we should all celebrate that. As opposed exactly. to being like... You know, I, I, for example, I don't like Blackwall, but I love Solas. And lots of people are like, well, they're both liars at the end of the day. Yeah, but I love Solas for many other reasons than just that. But it's okay mm. if you don't love Solas, because guess what? You're probably going to be able to kill him in the next game. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So I love both of them, but like I kind of agree with you. Solas, to me, at least... His lie, I can understand the yes. reasoning, and yeah. it wasn't him just like running from his own stakes. Yeah, like Blackwell was. Like exactly. I love Blackwell. Yeah, but like Blackwell's lie was very selfish. Oh, yeah. I feel like Solus was more like for the good of his people. Like Blackwell leaving you in a barn naked as well. Come on, dude, that's low. <laughs> that's right after. Like, yeah. come on, man. That's so it's so low. Whereas at least Solas, it's well, you know, so I've low. kind of got the the restoration of my elven people. So, all right, yeah, you know what? I can kind of see why least, you can't be with me. <laughs> at least Solas talks to you before he leaves. True, and yeah. tells you that he can't be with you anymore. Yeah, Blackwell yeah, just. Yeah dips <laughs> yeah. i'm out <laughs> i got what i wanted i'm out goodbye it's like wow yeah that's exactly <laughs> it's like well i can kill you or we can get back together or i can exile you to the rewardings like what would you like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Take it>. exactly <laughs> but yeah i i love the character uh, if i had to pick another least favorite sarah would probably be the next one but again i don't like yeah, hate her yeah. Or anything. Yeah. That's what Ethan um, said as well. He said that Sarah is his least favorite, and I can I can see it because she is annoying. Yeah. But at the same time, <laughs> I like that. But I like I, I like her humor a yeah. lot. Like she's yeah. pretty funny. She always makes me laugh every time I play. When you meet her, I always laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she like stole their breeches and everything. Yeah. Yeah. And then Solas shouting it as well. Yeah, I, I love the banter between them and Solas, and even Blackwall as well. But yeah, no, I, she is too much. She can be too much sometimes. And you're like, she All right. can be. Yeah. yeah, she's got an abrasive personality. Yeah, that's that's a good word for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a favorite? Okay, so in Inquisition, it's Solas. Yes. Um, same. And I know that we I just mean, talked about people not liking and expecting everyone's opinions, but Solas is still my hands down favorite. Yeah, he's my favorite. <laughs> He's just such a complex character, and I just love how much wisdom he has. Like, I could spend hours listening to Solas talk about the Fade. Might be partially because Gareth 
David Lloyd has an amazing <laughs> voice. But oh, yes. Like, oh, yes. Uh, <laughs> but I, I love Solus's character. Like, I just think he's so cool and I so, like, intelligent. Everything about him, like, his voice, Gareth David Lloyd, has mm-hmm. an incredibly sexy, amazing voice. Yeah. But then just <laughs> the dynamic of Solas himself. I love Doctor Who. I'm a huge fan of Doctor Who. And the fact that Patrick Weeks based yeah. Solas on the 10th Doctor, David Tennant's Doctor Who, it's just like, he it did? blows my mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I did not know that. But then you I see like the Doctor relations. Hell yes. yeah. But then you can see the relations yeah. being the last of his kind and fighting for his kind and being a being a, a remnant of his kind and still fighting for the Time Lords. And you're like, I can see yeah. how that relates. It's so last pinpoint. And then, I can totally yeah. see that now. Yeah. Yeah. And then David Tennant's humor in it. And then his, 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 just his way of doing it. Oh. You can just see it, and yeah. I'm like, you know what? I love that inspiration. But even then, obviously, like I love Solas because he isn't just like Loki, and I, and, and I love Loki. Don't get yeah. me wrong, I love Loki. Yeah, but yeah. He's not just a typical trickster. Ha ha! Oh, I backstabbed mm-hmm. you, and I faked my death, but it's okay. I'm still alive. Solas is like, no, yeah. I'm not. I'm I'm not tricking you with with like for my own for my own vanity or for my own pride. I'm misguiding you because I've got a scheme that ultimately is for the restoration of my own people. It's not about pride. Ironically, it's about it's about his people, and that is like damn. Like yeah, like, I'm not I'm just not... here to like mess things up. Like yeah, yeah <laughs> I actually yeah. have a real purpose. Absolutely. You know, like no offense to Loki in, in Marvel, but he's like, oh, I'm just gonna mess up with Thor's life until obviously he gets developed. But yeah. <laughs> so Solas is like, no, I'm here to save my people. I'm not here for myself. I'm here to restore my, you know, everything that once belonged to me. And that's like, I okay. have a goal, and yeah. if that gets in the way of your goal, so be it. <laughs> yeah, literally, literally. And I'm yep. si- and excited, and I don't want to get too hyped because I don't know what Bioware could do. But I'm excited to see where that could go. I could see it going in yeah. so many different ways. Something that I hope where it'll go, I do hope, like many of the fans, I'm sure, <laughs> I do hope that we can redeem him in some sort of way because yeah. I feel like it would be such a waste of a good character to just, oh, just kill him, you yeah. know? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. he's not evil. I don't agree with his methods, but I understand and I can, like, sympathize with them. Yeah. Like, his yeah. reasoning. I just hope that we don't just like, oh, just kill him and that's it. I think it needs to cater to both, but also I think mm-hmm. Bioware could subvert it and be like, actually, Solas is an ally. He still yeah. got his own goal, but he needs your help for a particular thing, which could be yeah. to deal with the Avenurus, whatever. I, I, I suspect it too much, but I think they could even subvert us and be like, actually, Solas is a, he's not good, he's not evil, but he's on your side for a for a brief moment because he wants your like help to deal with Like an anti-hero. Yeah, an anti-hero, yeah. And yeah. He needs your help. Because like, he's like, not a you know, bad guy, but like he doesn't yeah. always do like the best thing for yeah. everyone. It's like Logan yeah. in Dragon Age Origins. He, you know, you could see him as bad, but ultimately he didn't want to mm-hmm. kill himself because uh, with with, with Kaelin's command, he wanted to save himself and a right. part of the Grey Wardens and his army. Uh, and yeah, he, you know, you can flip Kaelin, uh, Logan, sorry, to join the Grey Wardens at the end. They could do something like that with Solas. I don't know, but I think you know. It is naive to think that Solas is the be-all, end-all antagonist of Dragon Age 4 because of yeah. all these things that are being set up, but also because Bioware like to subvert the narrative. Because Solas is an amazing character, and, and whether we love him or hate him, just to have him be like, you know what, I need your help, and this is what we're going to do, and this is what is the threat here, because this is bigger than both of us. Let's put down our our goals, our ambitions, and deal with the Blight, the Avenurus, Mafal, whatever. I just think that would yeah. be a big subversion. I think that would be amazing, honestly. 
I definitely agree with you. I think that he might be the antagonist in the beginning, but I yeah, think yeah. like halfway through or towards yeah. the end, it's going to be someone else absolutely, or something else. Like, I don't think he's going to be the antagonist for the whole game. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's just by, it's what they always do, you know? You think that mm-hmm. the mages and the Templars are all right, and then boom, that you need a side of them. Or Loghain, and, and then boom, you now you can choose if Loghain, or you want Alistair to die, what, you know? And in Inquisition, was there really a twist? I think the biggest twist was Solas being Fenharad. Yeah, it was. It was. The fact that, <laughs> that Corypheus is definitely evil, but Solas is Fenharad, and you got to deal with him next. So they always are subverting something, and I would definitely like that to be Solas again. <laughs> because I yeah. love Solas. But I, I can understand for people who don't like Solas, it would be annoying. Yeah. That's why I suppose, by the way, I do need to cater to the people who do want to kill him. Um, yeah, I think I think they should have it be like a decision that you can make where you can either you can kill him or yeah. do something where he's out of the picture. Yeah. Whether it be yeah. like stealing him away or killing him or whatever. Or yeah. you can redeem him. I think that's probably more up Bioware's alley anyways. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they don't usually only have one option. It's usually a they, couple yeah. different choices. You're right, you're right. Like but also like how the hell would we kill him anyway? <laughs> Right? That's what I was saying. Like, yeah. it's either going to be like, kill him or like, seal him away like he did the Empress yeah. or something. Yeah. Give him a, pit, uh, a taste of his own medicine. Yeah. Like, <laughs> he can turn people into stone. He can petrify them. How the heck do you even approach him without dying? Like, oh my goodness. How do you He can out- kill all of us if Literally, he wanted how, to. How do you outmaneuver the elven trickster god? Like, like it just can't be done. Unless it's some inner feud like Mafal or the Avenurus or they gang up on him or whatever. Like like come on, he's mm. he's already done that. He's already beat them all. So Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it would be something like you team up with like the Evanurus and oh, then they kill him yes. and then later they betray him so then you have to deal with them without him or something. That would be cool. I'll be done with that too. <laughs> <laughs> I would be like, ah oh, crap. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is just, yeah, the, the consequences of my own actions. <laughs> I deserve this. <laughs> so I suppose speaking about Dragon Age 4, what is something that you would like to see in the next game? Again, I'm not very original here. I'm <laughs> probably very similar to a bunch of people, but I really hope that they kind of bring the origin stories back. Yes, I agree. Because that was like my one of my favorite parts of Origins, yeah. aside from Alistair. <laughs> yes, I love Alistair. Um, <laughs> he's my favorite. <laughs> yes. Um, I just think it's really cool. Because like, the games are RPGs. Yeah. You're meant to like role play as a character if that's how you want to play. I just feel like having that little bit of a different origin story is cool. Because then it, it also adds to the replayability Absolutely. of the game. And I guess they kind of had that in Inquisition too a little bit. Like yeah. whenever you pick a different race. I always play an elf, so... <laughs> <laughs> I'm always a Dalish, but like I just kind of wish that they were more gonna be like origins, origin yeah. stories because I actually went and played like every beginning before you went with Duncan in Origins just yeah, because yeah. I was curious what they Did would you be see like. What this? Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And, and realize, I didn't necessarily yeah. finish the game with that character, but I wanted to see the beginning, and yeah. I think that's cool to experience it. You know, I I love that, and it's it's one of the biggest things I want right now, and I know that I've talked about it in every single video, but the potential is there, you know, we're going to a new continent, we're going to a new place, the he- the next character is apparently a nobody, okay, cool, so we're not going to have a set background like the Inquisitor or Hawk, where it's you're escaping the Blight, or you have an anchor, and you need to be attached to the Fade and the Divine, and the Conclave, this is, okay, you're a nobody, 
you are dealing with an elven god or whatever that is the, the plot is apparently about demons dragons darkspawn and the dread wolf so we're going against big huge threats how the heck right. is nobody going to do that and, and you know who are they going to be it's the perfect perfect time in the games now to go okay origins back we're going to an economy. Yeah. okay you got you got tavinta we've never seen tavinta so here are branch uh, brand new tavinta factions that you've never seen before we're going to navara cool here's the mortalitasi we're going to antiva you can play as a crow it's just a great way to bring new players into the games and also bring all of us crazy law fans into a different faction of Fadus or a different aspect of Fadus. Like if you're a Grey yeah. Warden again. So many people want to play as Grey Wardens. Okay, but now you're a Grey, Ward, Grey Warden of Weishaupt. So it's even yeah. different than the Hero of Ferelden. Because now you've got Griffins or previous characters like Hawk or Carver or Alistair and you have different dynamics of them. Like there's so much potential. Obviously I don't want to blow it out because the hype could be unreal for it. But... Yeah. You know, the way they're teasing with concept art and these factions. It's, it's yeah. like, all right, okay, I could, I, I can see where this is going. So, yeah, up, you know, like. It's definitely, like, hinting that it's going to yeah. be like that. Yeah. And I'm excited for it. Because, like um, you said, like, even if you pick Grey Warden, it'll still be different. Absolutely. From Origins. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's. Even the politics of Vice Opera, it's like, oh, I'm interested in what's yes, going on over there. You know? That's like, so interesting to yeah. me because, like, they're hiding stuff. <laughs> like, yeah, Griffins They're hiding or everything. Yeah, so <laughs> give us it, you know. And then, and then like, Antiven Crows, they are yeah. screwed at the moment. They need more talons. Okay, new hero is a talon. Awesome. You get mm -hmm. to see the hierarchy of the of the talons and the crows and how they're going to deal with the Qunari. Or you're a brand new faction in Tevinter. Amazing. You're in Manrafis, the capital of the Tevinta Imperium, and you get to experience all of this new kind of lifestyle with this cyberpunk magic feel. It's, it's crazy. It's so cool. And then even if it is true, the executors, if the, the concept art is alluding to that, that's a brand new faction that we know nothing about other than Solas is scared of them or he's cautious of them. That's yeah. just a completely enigmatic option available to us right there. Yeah. Uh, and, and the only yeah. other thing that we know about them is that they investigated the Inquisition, but we yeah. don't know anything. Yeah, and they, <laughs> like, they're allies for the moment, but soon they may be the enemies. So it's like, oh, yeah. okay. You know, so... They're again, probably the ones I'm most interested in. Oh, yeah, yeah. The elusiveness of them is is interesting. When I played Origins, like, Fen'Harel was actually my favorite god, oh, wow. too. Oh, wow. And so, it's just because, like, I didn't know much, you know? Yeah, yeah. He was talked about briefly, but not as much as, like... Mithal or Gilanon or anything like yeah. that. At least oh. I didn't find <laughs> no, much yeah, yeah. from him. And so he was actually my favorite because he did kind of remind me of Loki and I do like Loki too. Yeah. yeah but like yeah. like you said earlier, he's definitely different. So I just thought it was extra like when I found out in Inquisition that he was Fenharel, I was like, Oh my goodness. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Like you're my favorite character in the game and you're also my favorite yes. god in the Elven Pantheon. Absolutely. <laughs> We, we can even just talk about the reveal of it because I remember back when I was, uh, so 20, 2014, I was about 16, you know, I was very much human noble, always human. I love being human nobles. And I didn't know much about Elven Law at the time, but even I knew a bit about Fen'Harel. And that reveal of like, shit, he's Fen'Harel. It was like, oh my Lord. Like, they have twisted the tables of this. Because um, and, and, up until that point, there was always the question like, did the gods actually exist? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like what's or going are they on? just myth? Yeah, and yeah. the Dalish, they're just a bit, they're a bit meh. They're, they're just following their old religion, same with the dwarves, and it's not nothing's really happening with them. And then it's just like, actually, no, they're alive, and he is one. And it's like, oh, shit. It's that, yeah. you know, <laughs> that moment of, oh, crap. Like, they My do jaw, exist. like, actually dropped yeah. when yeah. that happened. I was like, what? And I remember I was in a, I was in a, um, 
a chat when my friend had the reveal and he was like, yeah, it's pretty cool. And I'm like, okay, it doesn't know if Anne Hurley is, that's why. But I'm like, it's it's freaking amazing. Like, how can you not yeah. explode the excitement of what they're doing with the elves and, and pushing that narrative forward? And I know that people get, like, annoyed because it's all elves. But in comparison, yeah. Origins and 2, the lore about elves, it was interesting, but it was just like, oh, yeah, this is the Dalish, they're following this yeah. religion. Whereas now it's like... The first two were mostly about the human lore, like yeah. with yeah, um, yeah. the maker and everything. Yeah, and, and even then, the Dalish lore was just like boring keepers t retelling stories and nothing yeah, like really... Yeah, codex entries. Yeah, and now it's like, oh, yeah. by the way, it's real. And he's, yeah. he's literally walking right over there, away from you. He's like... <laughs> right in front of you yeah he's vibing <laughs> telling you about you all could this reach out and touch him <laughs> yeah <laughs> like... literally yeah so i get it. i do get the fans for the cunary law dwarven law because mm -hmm. they do want that i'm sure it'll come i'm sure it'll come but at least I at least that we that's... yeah i hope we'll get some more in the next game just for solely for those fans because yeah that's how i felt in the first two like because yeah. i loved yeah. the elves like elven lore has always been my jam yeah <laughs> um i i've always i usually play elves in yeah. origins i'll switch between dalish or human i usually play the dalish and then inquisition i always play a dalish when we just had the first two and actually i played them out of order i played origins inquisition and then two the first two don't have nearly as much elven lore as no, Inquisition does and so i was really happy i think that's another reason why i like inquisition inquisition happy. yeah it delves into that yeah and mm -hmm. I think even though, even as a, as someone who is more, in, who was, sorry, more interested in like the human law and the other races, the thing is like from the beginning of Dragon Age, the elven law has always been so mysterious and enigmatic. Like when you are with, um, I can't remember his name, but in the elf, uh, Delish elf origin story, when you find that Alluvian, Alluvian, it's like, oh my goodness, what the heck is an Alluvian? Where did it go? What is going on? And it's just so interesting. Whereas the other I ones do have family, that. You know, yeah. yeah, but being steeped into Dwarven Law is also just as amazing. But there was yeah. just something so enigmatic about the Elven Law. It's like, oh, crap. And then knowing that it's actually, that the reason that that was was because it's real. It, it's just that more significant. And that's why I do, I do get on board with it too. Yeah. Okay, this is sort of a tangent. But oh, go for it. That, go for it. Kind of going back to when we were talking about how they do so well with characters. Like even the NPCs like Tamlin. Yeah. You know, ones that yeah. aren't going to be in. <laughs> the yeah, game very yeah. long yeah like, well, even though yeah tamlin was awesome like i loved yeah. him even um, with, um, and then sir gilmore i loved sir gilmore he was just a yeah. typical a typical knight and he was just hanging about uh, uh, with the kooslins and i liked him he was, he was he cool was, yeah <laughs> yeah i like i liked him too i duncan i love duncan, duncan so much daddy duncan <laughs> duncan feels like more of a almost more of a like a main character almost even though he's only in the beginning of the game yeah because i feel like he's so important to that beginning he's the reason you do it really isn't he he's you know he's yeah he's like the gandalf for the um yeah yeah you know, exactly he's, he's the entire reason that you set out on this quest and he's such, I, I don't think that bio anticipated everyone to love duncan as we have but yeah we, we do <laughs> we want him back and like <laughs> that's just another testament to how good their writing team Absolutely. is because he's only in it for the beginning yeah, he's dead. And he's by, amazing. Yeah, he's dead by the first quarter, and he's just, oh, he's so good. <laughs> he's dead before you get to Lothering, and that's when the game, like, really starts. Because everything else is, like, that beginning intro. I get so sad every time he dies. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because he's just so every good. Every time. Yeah, he leaves such a good impact. Oh, I even yeah. really like Kaelin, even. Yeah, I like Kaelin. I feel bad I for him. Too. But, cool. like, with Loghain and everything, 
I hate his actions, but like you were saying before, I can kind of like understand his motivations. So it's similar with Solus. It's yeah, it's it's similar with people who don't like Solus, understandably, because I I imagine I know that I know for a fact there are people who are like I don't like the fact that he knows all this knowledge, and I you know he didn't have an impact for me or I had no emotional value to him because I just didn't care about him. Understandable, yeah. and I can understand that because some people he's not people's jam. While he is, you know, while we like the law and about the fate, right. some people probably think he's a big nerd or he's got this <laughs> superiority complex. So he reminds you of a teacher and you don't like that. And that's completely mm-hmm. understandable. My dad hates Solus. <laughs> <laughs> what does he think of him? <laughs> he thinks he's a pompous jerk. Yeah. I'm just like, understandable. I'm just like, I mean, I can understand why you think that. Yeah. <laughs> but I love him. <laughs> he's a pompous jerk, but he's a lovable pompous jerk. <laughs> exactly. Like, honestly, to be... To be fair, like when I first played the game, I kind of had that impression of him at first too. Like oh, yeah. I was like, oh, is yeah. this just going to be like one of those know-it-all characters that annoy me? But like, I just, I don't know, man, something about him. Fell in love with him as time yeah. went on. Yeah. Love that he, character. <laughs> I think in modern day, he would definitely be like the Caramelates turtleneck type. I'm kind of like that. So that's probably why I do like a little bit. I do, I do like Solas as well. But yeah, no, he definitely is that. Um, I remember seeing him for the first time and being like, okay, so you know a lot about elves, but you don't like elves at the same time. Interesting. And then every... Yeah, that was always confusing. Yeah, I know. But then every main plot would revolve around him. Like, oh, actually, mm-hmm. he brings a lot into the story with the orb and Sunny Skyhold and all this knowledge. I'm like, oh, actually, yeah, I love this about him. Ooh, interesting. And then I think... I do, I do like him regardless of being an elven god or not. I did like him because of that. Mm-hmm. But then the fact that he also is an elven god is a huge leap forward. In okay, yeah, I definitely love this character even it more. It just added to it, yeah. Yeah, it added a completely different layer. And I do wonder though, like if the community would be as lovable about him if he wasn't Fenharel. I, I do wonder. I would have loved to have seen that reaction. Say if like that ending, the Inquisition's ending, was cut off for Trespasser and we didn't see what happened to Solas until Trespasser. I would have liked to have known of how many people would have romanced him without knowing he was Fenharel. Really, I think that would be yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, actually, that's a really interesting question. I don't even know if I would have because yeah. my first yeah. playthrough, I romanced Cullen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then like I went through on YouTube and I found some other characters' romance scenes because I like yeah. to see the things if yeah. I don't plan on doing them. Uh, me too, me too. And he, his was one of the ones I watched because I didn't think I would ever want to romance him. And then I yeah. watched it and his romance is so good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I was like, oh my god, now I have to romance him. Abs- my second playthrough, knowing that he was, you know, after the reveal, I was like, I need to romance him to see what the hell yeah. happens in that romance. And it's like, oh yeah. shit, you know? <laughs> yeah, I definitely, like, I don't know if I would have romanced him if both watched it on YouTube and yeah. also yeah. known that he was Ben Harrell at the end. That's, that, that, that's but... something that, like, going into the next game, like, I want to avoid every kind of social media just so i can romance these characters and go for the stories and then try the alternate ones without knowing the big reveals because that the reason that you i romance was because i knew he was but if i didn't know that i romanced him anyway that would have been amazing for the reaction it would have been heartbreaking but then amazing so i i you know yeah i, I assume there's going to be someone who's going to betray us in the next game it's driving oh me. yeah so I wanna... i'm kind of expecting it to not be a mate yeah me too, me too. i think I think it could be the Qunari woman. If she's going to be in the game, I am I think she might be like, okay, I'm going back to the Qun now. Goodbye. I don't know. but Have your could... heart broken by your Harley Qun? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so I think it could be, but I don't think it'll be a mage. I think if it's a mage this time, it's like, all right, okay. 
We'll see where this is going. I'll be like, I saw this coming. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> Looking at the elven mage apostate. <laughs> yeah, because there's jokes in the fandom that it's always the mage because it has always it been. Been. It, Morgan, it was in the last Anders, three. Solas, Morgan, yeah. Anders, and Solas. Yeah. So it's like, um, all right. Like, so I'm kind of hoping and expecting that they won't make it the mage this time. Yeah. And I wonder how it's going to be because of Morrigan, she did tell us she was leaving. So it wasn't a betrayal. It was, okay, I am leaving. By the way, just so you know, I am leaving. Right. So that, you know, right. that was at least, it wasn't okay. Uh, it was like, oh no, where's she gone? I'm going to find her. But it was okay, by the way, I'm going. And this absolute backstab, by the way. Oh, for I'm gonna sure. <laughs> but just so you know. Uh, not even, sorry, not even was the any. worst, I yeah, think. Yeah, yeah. Because Solis also told you, hey, we're, I can't do this you anymore. You did, you did. Yeah, you, you know? right, did. Yeah, you did. He said, I can't do this. I can't. And then, you know, we need to recover the orb. Please, can we recover the orb? Didn't recover the orb? Okay, I'm leaving then because I need oh, to God. find a new way, you know? <laughs> Yeah. Literally, you know. I mean, so he it, even hinted that he might leave anyways, like, at did, the beginning. Because yeah. he yeah. was like, oh, I think I'll stay. And you're like, oh, was that in doubt? Like, yeah, 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 and he's yeah. like, I'm an apostate I'm an apostate, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm not welcome here, so why would I stay? So I, Exactly. You know, something that's going to be exciting is the hints in the next game of who's going to betray us. And I know that whenever we get character reveals or a trailer or whatever, it's like, okay, who's going to betray us? I love the Qunari over here. I love these new dwarfs, but... Ultimate question, who is going to betray us? <laughs> right. I like, it's caught me off guard every time so far. And I don't know why. Oh, because yeah. Because it's happened three times. <laughs> <laughs> so like with Morrigan, my first playthrough, I didn't do the ritual because I was romancing Alistair and I didn't like the idea oh, yeah. of her being with Alistair. Absolutely. And then she left me and I was actually like stalked. I was like, oh my God, she actually left me <laughs> oh, wow <laughs> like yeah. okay and then anders betrayal it hurt so bad oh yeah i was romancing him at that playthrough too yeah. and so i was like <laughs> wow you freaking lied to me absolutely like, what the yeah. heck and then like solace's it was a little less like surprising because i had seen the romance already yeah. but like also he told you like he was upfront with you at least that's another reason why he's my favorite. He communicates. He does. He does. And even in the romance scene, I think it's so beautiful. It doesn't need to be, you know, a typical romance scene because that exchange right there is literally what, in essence, a romance scene is. He you, he left Lavelle and Bear. He took, he, there was an exchange and it's just the emotion and the romance behind it. He was going to tell Lavelle he is Fen Harrell, but at the last second, he dipped out because he realized that if he didn't do that, he would stay with her. And it broke his heart to leave, but he had to because of his own unselfish goals. And that's why I love him too, because he isn't just a typical, like Blackwall, romance you and leave you. Was right after the sex scene. Yeah. Like, yeah. wow, okay, dude. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's actually has so much weight and emotion behind him. You know, while it feels selfish in the moment, I think it's fair to say it's selfish for Sol of Ellen's to want to be with Solas because he wants to save his people. He wants to do his own thing. Yeah. And I get it, you know, the emotion there and he wants to be with Lavellan, absolutely. But also he has a deed that he wants to do and that is saving his people and restoring their time. And I think that that, oh, it's just so much emotion. I love it. I love it. It's just- Anything, yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's completely move. selfless. Yeah, like, he's if selfless. anything, he's giving up his personal desires yeah, and to, everything yeah. to save his people. Yeah. And like, that cutscene, like, I mean, does part of me kind of wish there was, like, a, a more physically intimate scene? Yeah, yeah. part oh, of yeah. me does. Oh, yeah, absolutely. But at the same time, like, that cutscene was so intimate on an emotional level, and yeah. it's almost better for I, him, I at least. Yeah, yeah. 
it like, is, it is. For his character, I think a more, like, emotional connection is more important than, like, a physical one. Yeah, and I get it. Obviously, you know, you do want a physical one with him too because he's an attractive elven god and, you know. But at the same time, <laughs> yeah. I, I love that Bioware can do both. You could have yeah. your full-on physical attraction Iron Bull romance scenes, and then you can mm -hmm. have your Josephine or Solace moments where it's just emotion. You know, it's yeah. just, f and that's what I do want more in Dragon Age. I said in my in my recent video that I wanted platonic relationships, but I mean, like, I just want there to be really this... intimate. Yeah, yeah. emotion yeah. there. That's what I want to see. Like, I, I'm a Josephine romancer, and, and I always will be because I love the romance just of it and how sweet. It's just a Disney princess romance. It's just yeah. Absolutely beautiful it, it's kind of like cullen's because cullen's like yeah there's a sex scene in it but his is also very like sweet like yeah it's sweet yeah 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 it's got that lovey-dovey aspect to it where it's like mm -hmm. oh we kissed and oh we kissed oh it's so cute we kissed you know <laughs> I, yeah exactly and I, don't that too. I do i don't just want i personally don't just want romance scenes where it's, I, I i want characters where they're absolutely for it. Go go ahead and do that. But for me and how I want, yeah. I personally would like romances. I want more of that emotion and that deep I think, connection. Yeah, I think Inquisition was a really good uh, start to that balance because yeah. you had yeah. characters like Paul who were all about yeah, the physical absolutely. connection. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And then you had characters like Josephine and Solis who were more emotional connections. Absolutely. And absolutely. I I would love to have more spectrum like that. Absolutely. Not yeah. everyone's really into the physical stuff you know yeah like personally i'm people... not yeah i'm personal yeah. i prefer you know i i think it's 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 great it's fine but at the same time i'm, I'm more into the emotions of it in in, in my opinion uh, but you know go ahead if you know absolutely go ahead for the physical stuff with iron bull and absolutely and yeah i think and that's why it's by, that's why by we were great because they cater to a lot of fans and you know, as you say mm -hmm. in inquisition like even cassandra you know she hers is very intimate because she's only been with one guy yeah. prior and that just shows yeah. how intimate this scene is and the poetry it's 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 adorable <laughs> yeah. it's a, a dog absolutely dog. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i haven't so. played that one but i've oh, watched okay. it and yeah. it's a good one <laughs> it's yeah. funny honestly but yeah she's no. so cute <laughs> like, she is she's she very is. cute her little cutscene with Varric where he writes her that book like oh yeah oh, i yes. love that cutscene. Yeah. <laughs> it's so cute it her is. little smile when she gets it she's so excited and like she's sat there reading it on the little is it a tree stump <laughs> yeah cassandra <laughs> uh, warms my heart because you expect her to be like this like insane badass yeah which she is she, she is. is a badass but, but she's also, she's also yeah yeah she's like also human with emotions she's not only a badass yeah and she, i love she that romance. she seeks romance why would she you know she's wanted relationships probably all her life but now she has the opportunity to get one and she seeks after it and that's amazing especially when you consider what her life was like before the secret was like she said that her uncle treated her like a doll where like yeah. she couldn't like she probably didn't get much human interaction yeah. if she was being like kept away all the time and, and she literally was made tranquil at one point uh, uh, yeah. So if you imagine, like, bloody hell, you know, she had quite quite a life where why wouldn't she want to settle down and be romantic and have someone who cherishes her for what she is? Like, it makes sense yeah. that she'd want that doll. Everyone wants someone to care about them, whether it be romantically or platonically. Like, yeah. I think just people in general just need that at least one person who's, Absolutely. like, their connection. And it doesn't even need to be romantic. It can just be friendships. Exactly. You know, it, it can, can just be friendships, yeah. And, yeah, and that's, that's, again, that's just what Dragon Age and Bioware are all about. You know, with Garrus and shooting bottles at the Citadel to <laughs> smack an iron ball with a stick because he hates demons. <laughs> <laughs> 
I love that scene too. Yeah. The cutscenes in Inquisition are just top tier. I love like they all are. of them. The banter. Oh, it, it's a great chemistry of characters, and that's why I have so much hope in the next game because this is the team that made them. This is the team yeah. that that created these chemistries and. And I know that we're going to get even more of that. And they're going to subvert those characters. We've had, for example, the male Qunari as I am Bull. Now we might have a female Qunari rogue. Or we're going to have a female dwarf. I would say mage hybrid. Because I think that we could see something like that with Velta and her Titan connection. I we was just going to say, you know? yeah. yeah, that, yeah. It's, and, the possibility is kind of open now. They are. After yeah, that one DLC. Absolutely. So it's, you know, the subversion of classes and characters. It's going to be great because, we've, we've you know, we've... As much as I love Zevran, we've had the male Antivan Crow uh, rogue. So now we could have a mage Antivan Crow or a warrior Antivan Crow who's a woman who does etc etc. Uh, so I'm I, I'm excited for the subversion of that. How excited are you for the next game? Would you say? I'm counting down the days. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I've been waiting since Inquisition came out, and I yep. finished it. Yeah. Like same. Same. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it's been a while, but I'm I'm pretty sure it'll be worth the wait. I, I mean, I'm not going to get my hopes up too much because yeah. I know that like what we know now is like subjective and yeah. probably going to change. So I'm not going to be like, oh, this is going to happen. But I am excited to just be able to delve into that world again, experience new characters. And honestly, like building friendships is just as fun for me as a romance with the characters. Yeah. Like, like I said before, when I play Inquisition, I always have Dorian be like my best friend. Yeah, <laughs> and I just love having those connections with the characters. I'm excited to like have a new batch of characters to get to know. Yeah, and and then also see some remaining ones like Dorian. Like I think Fenris is a big contender for the next game because yeah. of just I love Fenris. Yes, I, I I love him. I love his direction that Nunzio and Christina gave of him because I was I thought he was all right in Dragon Age Two, but I do love his current canon and what they've done with him recently i love that fenris i love fenris anytime i mentioned before when i first played two i romanced anders but now yeah. pretty much every time i play i just romance yeah yeah <laughs> he's so good and two has the thing where like they were on a rush and everything and they still managed um, to create amazing characters. I'm not. I'm not advocating. Yeah. I'm just saying, like, despite two's difficulties, Bioware still managed to create some of the most well-loved Dragon Age characters. Blows my mind how amazing it is, having only been in development for what, like, eighteen months, was it? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. It was such a short amount of time, and the game is so good when you consider how little oh, yeah. time they had. I like, I would say two has the best pacing with its arcts. Mm -hmm. Sorry, I agree. Its acts. You know how okay friendships and relationships develop to this point in this act, and then it continues. And I, I, that's an amazing, an amazing system, and I love it. I love it. It's great, and the, the going through the years as well is so good. Yeah, you I know? thought it was really cool to have like a game where you technically your character was like six years older than when you started the game. Yeah, and the like, relationships have changed since then too. You know, I yeah. love that. The developments in that game are amazing. Seeing Avalyn grow from a widow to the strongest guard captain in the city. It's amazing. And that she loves and like, yeah, she's happy again. Like, love yeah. to see that. And then like Fenris, as long as you don't like be a jerk and turn him over <laughs> yeah. to his 
flavors. Which is like the worst gets, choice you could do. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he gets his like salvation and his like he gets to finally like feel freedom, like real freedom for the Absolutely. first time in his memory <laughs> that he can yeah. remember. Ugh, just all the characters. I love Isabella too. Oh, I love Isabella. She gets she's, a great yeah. redemption arc, I think. She does. She does. She's my main romance throughout Dragon Age 2. I, I do love Isabella's character. And I hope to see her again. She's got a pirate ship. She's up north anyway. Yeah. Why not, you know? She's one of the ones I hope come back for the next game. Yeah. I love that, like, so when I first met her in Origins, I was like, oh, this character's kind of funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She's pretty cool. And then yeah. I, you get to learn that feat from her if you're like a rogue. Which I usually was. <laughs> in the second game, they just completely like built more on her. She's one of my favorite characters in the whole series. Absolutely. It's the same with Meryl as well. Like, obviously yeah. in the Dalish story. And then they just completely changed her for the good in Dragon Age 2. Uh, and I, I do love the fact though, that your hero, Ferelden, could have met Meryl. And then Hawk also has Meryl. I love that. Because it's just the, the, the ties. Oh, uh, yeah. I love the ties. Know. That's what I'm excited for in Dia 4. Obviously, no expectations, but like Dorian and, uh, say, Hawk or Carver or one of or Bethany. Or, um, or Carver, too, yeah, and Bethany. Yeah. I love both yeah. the twins. Both the yeah. But, like, having these characters that we've seen in previous games, but having a different connection to our new hero is something that I'm excited yeah. to see. Going on the connections thing, like, with Colin is a good example, too, because mm -hmm. he He's knows the yeah, hero of Ferelden if yeah. you play a mage. Yeah. He knows Hawk. And he knows the Inquisitor. He's, he knows everyone. He's a C-3PO. He's, he's in every game. And he, <laughs> he at least has a connection to them yeah. in some regard. I do kind of hope he's not in the next one, though, just because I feel like his story's kind of been... Other than the serious voice acting shit, I think, regardless of that, Cullen's story is done. I, I do like Cullen. I, I do, I, too. I, I, I enjoy his character a lot. Uh, I love the memes, too, past to her. <laughs> but <laughs> but um, I do think that his journey has ended. Yeah, I, I wasn't even considering the voice actor. I mean, yeah. if I'm taking that into account, then I definitely, like, agree, well, don't want... They me. could hire yeah. a new one, you know, I think... They could. I mean, they did with Anders. They did with Anders, exactly. So, um, I, I, you know, they could do that. But it's just a case of, is there yeah, much Yeah, like, what else him? would he do? What else? Yeah, you know. It's cool to see him again. It'll be really cool. It's it's a great... Like, the thing I have with... I love to see returning characters. I'd, you know, Varric and all these characters yeah. that, that were... But I, you've got to ask yourself as well, though. There's going to be new characters, too. And we're going to a new continent. We're not just going to be in Ferelden anymore. So it's like, okay. Right. Let's let Bioware create brand new characters for us to fall in love with. Because as much as we love mm -hmm. Cullen or Liliana, Bioware have the capacity to create brand new, amazing, lovable characters, too. So I don't want them just... Right to rely on returning characters I, I, you know I do want new characters as well but again yeah, I yeah. bank on seeing Varric again I oh think yeah he'd be a great character to set us up as the new hero mm -hmm. and to bring ties to like the Inquisition or Scott Harding or whatever and just to be like hey these characters in Tiffin Tonight are interested in helping you here they are you know he's, he's a yeah. great character for that um, I agree I, I was actually watching your stream when that uh, video came out on the was it Game Awards was the Game Awards yeah Game Awards that yeah, yeah, when yeah. the when the video came out and we heard his voice. I was like, yes. Varric, yes. Oh, I was so excited. It's not Dragon Age about Varric these days, I think. I think every... I know, yeah. <laughs> I think every Dragon Age media has to have Varric. Even the comics had Varric in it. So I'm just mm -hmm. like, okay, Varric needs to be in every part of Dragon Age. It's sad that they yeah. almost killed him off in two as well. But fortunately, oh my gosh. that yeah, didn't I'm happen. So they but, but, you I'm know, so I... glad that that didn't happen. <laughs> like, the expectations for DF4 so far, I'm just excited to do Varric again. <laughs> 
Yeah. Who who doesn't like Varric? Oh, like he might yeah. not be your favorite, but I don't think anyone hates Varric. How can you even <laughs> how, so, how could can you? you not? Yeah, he's just so lovable. He's you know? very and lovable. He did get a different direction in Inquisition where he I suppose he kind of fears the Inquisitor a little bit, but he's a little bit more skeptical, but I think they changed that because he was Hawk's best friend. And I think that yeah. Byra wanted Varric to still be Hawk's best friend, but also have a relationship with the Inquisitor. So I do appreciate yeah. that as well. You know, they, they can't just make Varric the Inquisitor's best friend and also have it to be Hawk's right. best friend. There's a different dynamic, right. but I like it, you know? I, I like that he's Hawk's best friend. Yeah. But I also I, like that he's friendly and it, yeah. like, well, I mean, depending on how you play. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, for the most part, at least whenever I play, he's at least like, friends with you kind of like a almost like an advisor almost absolutely and especially when you find out who Corypheus is yeah then he's like oh hey i've dealt with this before <laughs> absolutely oh hey by the way i've been there i've done that that's, that's that, you know mm -hmm. here's the perfect person to to, to deal with it. so yeah i do wonder what uh Varric's direction will be in the next game like what relationship he will if he does have any uh relationship with our next hero if it'll be like i think if before nobody it'll be more like ragtag more like hawk whereas yeah less than the inquisitor where he was a little bit like apprehensive of the inquisitor so uh, yeah i'm just mm -hmm. honestly i'm just excited to see what new dynamics we're gonna have as a new hero me um, too whatever that will be i'm excited for all of that anything that has to do with characters i'm yeah. so into <laughs> what are your hopes for the next hero i do like the idea that it's gonna be like nobody yeah. again yeah. and i just i'm excited and hopeful that the it's just gonna be a good origin story you know please which origin would you like to choose, uh, given the fact the concept arts we've seen so far? Every single game that's come out, I've always played a rogue first. But Inquisition really got me into mages, oh, yeah. <laughs> playing mages. So I don't know. It'll probably be one of those two, whichever yeah. one has like those factions. I'll either be like Antiven Pro sounds interesting, yes. or somewhere in Tevinter. Yeah. Because we've heard a lot about Tevinter, and I want to see what it's really like because Absolutely. we hear a lot of slander for Tevinter. Oh yeah. And while Tevinter's not perfect, I'm sure not everything that the South says is true. If Dorian's a testament to anything, it's that there can be yeah. good people there. Yeah. Even just the lifestyle of it, I'm excited to see. I, I think yeah, that it's too. got a very obscure picture of it. And the people in Vedas and in, in the South do have this, oh, it's scary. It's the worst place ever. I think we're going to get there and everyone's going to love it. <laughs> I think we're like, nah, the South sucks. So this is where we're at. This is the best place to be. <laughs> I genuinely yeah. think. Yeah, definitely. Like I think in, in some ways, Tevinter could be scarier, but at oh, the yeah. same time, Tevinter also, like, for the most part, treats mages a little bit better. Oh, absolutely. And the Templars there are basically, they're basically just doing nothing. They, they do have a purpose, but hey, yeah. mages ruling a society against Templars, they're not going to do anything. So it's going to be interesting. There is... it's, it's, there's not going to be that divide there, which is going to be great. And the Circle Towers there and less oppressive and more about the actual growth and knowledge of magic. I'm excited. I am just excited to walk the streets. I, you know, as much as I can't wait to delve into the law, just walking the streets and be like, this is Tevinta, this is Minrafis, is something that I'm excited to see. And take yeah, it all me in. too. It's such a stark contrast to Ferelden and Orlay. Yeah. yeah. That it's going to be so interesting to see. It really is. It's like, I imagine from an aspect, but this is a real life aspect. I imagine it's like comparing like the north of England to London or like comparing the rural aspects of America to like New York. It's just, yeah. we've been in Ferelden, it's all villages, it's it's all little hamlets and towns, and it's all pretty and hills and nice, and that's that's nice and all. Mm -hmm. But then you get to Minrafis, it's a gigantic cyberpunk city where 
it's founded on the ancient Alifan and everything magic goes here. It's like, okay, yep, I can see why I prefer this. So I imagine lots of us will love Ferelden and have, you know, we'll, we'll enjoy that. But it's going to be so different that I think it's going to be, it's going to be amazing. For me, Ferelden will always hold a special place oh, yeah. in the heart yeah. because Origins was my first one. Yeah. I love Ferelden, but I'm so excited to see different yes. terrace, especially with all the new concept art and everything. Like, yeah. It's just interesting. It's going to be cool to see a new environment. We've had Ferelden three times as well. Like, yeah, I love it. I love it. It's based on my own home country. I love it. But at the same time, I want to see Tevinter <laughs> and Andina. Yeah. You know, I want new stuff too. Yeah, and Tiva too. I'm also very excited for Antiva. Yes. Because that's another one that they've mentioned with like Zevron and also Josephine. Yes. And yeah. yeah. I'm just excited. Like um, new places. Like yes, please. <laughs> yeah, and and char new characters as well. Like uh, just seeing these things like house montilia as an actual building and be like oh josephine's from there and obviously she's in wherever but like that's her family crest or her family house all that yeah. little tiny little little ins say insignificant law but all the little ties and connections that we can make from the previous games is also going yeah. to be amazing be like oh that's where josephine grew up or that's where zevrin was or that's where you know this character's from or this character's talked about this location before like even when Varric is a the magister in that building. Yeah, yeah. 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 is a character introduced in the comics and now she's here yeah. in the flesh and oh, it's gonna be exciting. I'm excited really. to see. Yeah. yeah. I think something I do hope she's a companion. Yeah, oh yes. Either a companion or just like an advisor who's constantly. Or an advisor. There. Yeah. Or just yeah, someone yeah. an NPC who's always at the hub, whatever the new hub will be. Someone who's mm -hmm. just always there, ready to talk to and delve into. Like I don't know too much about the comics because I haven't really read too much, yeah. but I've seen some of your videos on them. And so I, I know a little bit and then Dorian also mentions her a little bit in Inquisition too. And she yeah. just sounds so cool. And she's referencing to Vintonites as well. So it's like, okay, Dorian and May are hanging out together. It's like, okay. Hey. So when we see Dorian earning Dragon Age 4, can we also see Maelthum too, please? <laughs> like, yeah. It's gonna happen. I, I mean, I don't know why we wouldn't, especially since he became like a magister and everything. Yeah, yeah. and um, they, they formed the Lucerne together. So it's like, all right, they're hanging yeah. out together. Like, we can't just have Dorian now. We've got to have May too. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. It, you know? Oh, I think it would be kind of interesting if Dorian became an advisor. Yes, yes, absolutely. I, I, I would less want him as a companion, but I still want him there all the time, having yeah. a pivotal role, because he's Dorian. He defines exactly. for us at the moment. And although we're going to have new characters, still, like, come on. Like, <laughs> you know, you've got to have him there <laughs> guiding the narrative. Even if he's just there for Skype calls of the Inquisitor, of the necklace. Yeah. Just like, you know, <laughs> hey, you want to yeah. talk to the Inquisitor? Okay, you can borrow my necklace for a second and you can talk to the Inquisitor. Or the Inquisitor said this, or whatever, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I I definitely think we'll at least get to hear from him a little bit because I mean we're going through to Vinter. He's a oh, magister yeah. there, so I don't see to. how we wouldn't at least see him once. <laughs> yeah, we've got to we've got to, like he's got to be someone who character literally bumps into straight away. It's like okay, I'm gonna show you Ram Rafis. This is this is how it yeah. goes. I am your representative in the magisterium. Whatever, I will take you to this fancy ball. You will meet these these people here, like someone who's helping mm -hmm. you out. Because we're gonna be nobody. Okay, that's fine. We're nobody, but we, then we need to have like friends in high places. We can still be nobody yeah. and have no reputation. But it's like, okay, yeah. well, I heard that you're after Solas, or you're looking for information on X, Y, Z. Well, yeah. here's Dorian, or here's Varric, or here's mm -hmm. Mivaris, or in Antiva, here's Zevran, or. Josephine Montana. Yeah. Like, ah, that's what I'm excited for. You're not the Inquisitor, you don't have the army, but you do have the connections and ties to make mm -hmm. your way around. That's what I'm excited for about being a nobody. It's not like, okay, 
you've got an invitation to the grand ball because you're the Inquisition. It's like, no, if you yeah. want to get into this ball, yeah, it's actually a heist and you're not invited, so you actually are going through the windows like, and spying on people. in? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah. what I want too. I yeah. want to be able to like sneak into the ball and like Absolutely. maybe wear, have it be like a masquerade ball or something. Yes. So like yes. you could also wear a mask. Like that was my, that was one of the things that I was kind of bummed about the ball in Arlea is that we didn't get yeah. a mask. Like, yeah, yeah instead of yeah, <laughs> instead of an entourage, nah, you have to sneak in with a very cool outfit, and you have to make your way into the ball for a heist or to steal documents or whatever, and that's that, that that's that's the dream. That is absolutely the dream. Ever since I've heard about heists in Dragon Age, I'm like, yep, that's what I want. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah, it. me too. Like and uh, like the rogue in me because I, like yeah. I said I usually play rogues. I love things like that. They're just so fun. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, me, me too. I've I used to be warrior, but since Inquisition, I've gone. Okay, now I'm into rugs. I'm fully into into just the whole traps yeah. and you know all that sneaking. I love it. I love it. So mm -hmm. I agree. That that's what we need to see, and and that's what the concept art is telling. That's not just you know that's not just a random expectation I have. It's it's like okay, why are these people smuggling a Tevinter noble out of Tevinter? Well, I, I wonder. Like they're, they're obviously dressing it in Tevin crows. And they're stealing this person of significance. <laughs> so it's like, okay, can we do that in the next game? <laughs> Please? Yeah, I would love that. It's like, I don't know. It's just something about like having to stealth into like a place where you're not welcome is it. The adrenaline is there, but also like it's so fun. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. That's that's something that I I loved Inquisition for. It was because you were a power, a symbol. You were a significant individual in Nami, and that's why I love the fantasy fulfillment of it. But now I am ready for the opposite, where you are nobody. Yeah. You have to scrape for like to you have to scrape to advance in the plot. You have to chase leads. You have to tackle the enemies head on, and and it's very intense, but also. You are you have a great group of people who are helping you out, and you you're pushing on really well. But also the the, the stakes there are stakes at play. You you're not just okay. Well, we have an army, and we have thousands of, of people who can fight for us. No, you are that army. You are that front line. You are the final guard, or whatever. And that's what that's what's exciting is like okay, the stakes are real. Fenhoral, Yevnerus, whatever. I want to destroy the world. No one else wants to do anything, so we're gonna rise up and do something about it. And that for me yeah. is is exciting and not an expectation i have but something that i would like to see i think yes. it's i don't know the opposite it, like you said is really yeah. exciting because yeah. like especially since if we've been playing inquisition since it came out like we've had yeah. that experience we, absolutely a lot <laughs> we have we have you know like morrigan knows of us everyone knows of us everyone's like oh yes i know you you're the inquisitor you've you know i've come to see you you, you know whereas you're nobody they're like who are you? Dorian could be like, yeah. oh, who, who are you? Who are you again? Oh, yes, you're that agent that they heard, I heard from from Varric or whatever. Yes, cool. Good to see exactly. you. Exactly. You're going to have a different dynamic with these characters who you've been pompous with or you've been powerful with. And it, mm. yeah, it's, it's going to be great. And that's what I long for. Yeah, it's just to, to have yeah. it. Be cool. Be really cool. And hey, um, if, you know, if you can tie in factions of that. Oh, you're not even crow. Cool. Yeah, exactly. And like in Inquisition, even before you became Inquisitor, Many people knew who you were because you were the Herald of Andraste. Yeah, you know. Yeah, so exactly. You were still kind of important to an extent. Like yeah. you might not have been. 
the designated leader, but you were still, and that's why was, they gave yeah. you the role. Yeah, even even when you weren't the Inquisitor, you were, every, everyone knew of you. All they knew of the Inquisition and the Herald of the Andraste leading the Inquisition. Exactly. So you were still leading it, you know, whereas yeah. whatever we're going to be, like, that's why I, I'm drawn to being a member of a faction, because you're not leading the faction. You're just a member mm -hmm. who is, say, joined forces of the other factions because they need to fight Fen Harrell. There's a, there's a, a, a from Twin to Knights, when every agent of every faction got together, it's like, okay, you are not the leader. However, you're an expandable person in that faction, or who is of importance, sorry, that can lend knowledge on Solas or whatever, but they need you because you're no one significant and they, they just, they, they need a member. So you're joining this bundle together and that's it. That's that's how you potentially lead whatever uh, the next game is going gonna, gonna to be. Kind of one of the cool parts that I liked about uh, Origins too, not that yeah. you were nobody because you were the warden, but the fact that you're not the big wig in charge. Like you still have to like struggle with the people who are in charge and try and get them to like yeah. Like, because yeah. Loghain technically was in charge. Absolutely. He was, like, trying to kill you for majority of the game. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. And it was just you and Alistair and your group. And yeah. it was just you guys trying to defeat this whole blight. And that was really fun for me. Because it yeah, felt like real yeah. stakes. Absolutely. And that's what it sounds like from what Patrick Weeks has said when they said, um, the, the, but sorry, but the people in power who don't want to address the issues. So it's like, okay. Yeah. So it was our... Uh, is our protagonist going to be the one who is addressing the issues, but against the people in power? So it's similar against Loghain and against the forces of, of Ferelden that, that, that didn't really, well, mainly Loghain, who didn't really care for the Grey Wardens. And it's like, okay, so are we going to be going against the Antivan Crows leadership or the Tevinter Magisterium, uh, the Tevinter Magisterium's leadership? Or what, like, what powers are in place currently and what are we going against? Are we going against the Inquisition, for example? Like, what exactly, yeah. who is afraid or what is the reason they're afraid and how are we going against it? That's, that's, that for me is like, oh, it's, it's, it's origins again, really. It's, it's that, yeah, yeah. that small heist-like scenario of, yeah, people are against you and the, the, pe the popular political forces do not want you to do what you're doing because they're scared, they've got their own scheme or whatever. And it's like, okay, but you are going against that. And, and currently we know that the Motatasi are terrified of the Dreadwolf and yeah. Tevinter, uh, the Dreadwolf has, has outlawed blood magic. So a lot of Tevinter people will be also fearing that too. So it's like, okay, what else has, has the Dreadwolf done since then? And also what effect has he had on the people? Because from the Motatasi, yeah. their entire culture cannot be incorporated. They, he's outlawed ba binding spirits. The Motatasi do that as a daily ritual. So it's like, they, they've been outlawed. They can't even fulfill their, their death rites when, when they get to do them. So it's like, oh, crap. They are dysfunctional at the moment. Uh, so it's, yeah, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what forces are against it and how our hero is going to go against them. I had a question, too. Just because, like, I'm, I'm unsure of this, but this is probably going to be, like, the last game in the series, do you think? I think that definitely potential. I think... Yeah. I know people probably won't like to hear this. But putting aside my own pursuit of, of my channel as well, I think that given the nine-year wait it's going to at least be, it would be wise for it to be the final game and then have expanded DLCs yeah. just because of how long we've been waiting and the chapters that's been going on and the reworks. I, I So I think it depends. I don't want it to be. I, I should say I don't want yeah. it to be the final game. But I don't I, either. <laughs> I think just the realism of live service, now single player, and the reworks that they've had, and the creative directors that have left, and have, okay, now that you've got, you know, you've got a rework of that. I trust the team absolutely. 
but I don't trust the EA corporate people who are telling them to do this and then do that and then not do that. So yeah. I just think, just from a realism standpoint, it would be decent if it was the last game, just because then we know, okay, we've got Dragon Age 4, it's amazing, and it's the final entry, we deal with the Evanurus, we deal with Sodas, whatever, and that's it. But if it's an amazing game and they've pulled it off and Bioware have shown EA that they've created an epic game, then absolutely I would love a fifth one. But right now, I wouldn't mind if it's the final game and it's an epic game just because I, the wait has been so long that, yeah. to be fair, we could have had two Dragon Age games at this point now. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I just want a good, good game that yeah. rounds up Solus's plot. If that's the ending of the Dragon Age, then so be it. At the same time, like... Like, I don't think uh, about Dragon Age just as, as the Dragon Age. I think that they could totally do a spin-off title after Dragon Age 4, where it's, oh, yeah. you know, a live service game, a multiplayer game, a new single-player game, a new spin-off. I don't, but, but yeah, so it's not something I want, but being realistic and looking at the live service and single-player turnarounds, I think that, hypothetically, it would be a good idea if it was just because of, of what's going on. Um, yeah i agree with that actually like 100 yeah. percent. that's basically what i was gonna say like yeah. i could realistically see it being the last game and i wouldn't be like mad about it yeah yeah I, yeah i would be sad because it's the last one there's not gonna be another um yeah. and I, of course i would love more dragon age games oh, i yeah. mean yeah. they're my favorite video games same, like, same, same. yeah yeah so of course i would love to have a fifth one but i mean realistically think thinking like like you said it would make kind of sense for it to be the last one and it would yeah. i think didn't even think it was david gator say that he only like intended to have like four he intended to ha he intended a five game plan five okay. origins origins was originally made with just a standalone a standalone single game and then they saw how amazing the fan the fans reacted to origins and went okay we're going to make this a series and that's why a lot of the law is still a bit retcon since origins like the cunari for example right. And like yeah. the ending of of Origins, literally being an entire cataclysm for the for the future games, and, and how the blight has been a bit reworked. So originally, Origins was made a standalone, but when Awakening was announced, they went, okay, we're going to go with a five game plan. And that's when, if you look at the back of Dragon Age Origins as Ultimate Edition and Dragon Age Two, it says the Dragon Age Saga. Now. Bioware did recently release an article where they said the Dragon Age Saga, but I thought Saga strictly meant five games, but it doesn't. It means four or five. So there's always been a plan for four or five games uh, with, with, with the word Saga. It just depends if, because of, as we know, Joplin was reworked from a heist-like game into whatever Morrison is now, which was going to be live service, and now it's no longer live service. So it just depends how much they've scrapped from that Joplin to that Morrison, and if they've gone, okay... This is, we're going to put that narrative into this one narrative, and this is the final game, but it's going to include all of the narratives of Joplin with some scrapped parts. It, it really depends on what they're doing yeah. now. But I can I would, see it going either way. Yeah, I would, I would honestly rather, rather have one final hurrah rather than a mediocre Dragon Age 4 and then a, and then a, and then a wrapped up Dragon Age 5. Again, I, I don't think it's going to be mediocre in the slightest. It just, it just, it really depends, you know, like we don't know. And, and also like, also the team have been working on Dragon Age. Like, I think that they also deserve a break too. You think about, oh, like, yeah. you know, the Weekses and, and John Apple. And I know that they love working on Dragon Age, but they might also want a break from Dragon Age. You know, like they've been working on that franchise since it's, since its inception for a while. Yeah. It's been yeah. a long time. Yeah. They've been on I mean, Dragon Age since Mass Effect 3, and you think, like, they've been working on this one for seven years already, like... Almost you know? a decade, yeah. Yeah, like, I'm sure they'd <laughs> Just for this too. game alone. <laughs> Even if and, like, Dragon Age took a break and they made a new IP and then they went back to Dragon Age, I wouldn't mind that. 
I wouldn't mind that either. I mean, I'm sure the writers would, obviously, I know that, like, Patrick has said that he loves, or, sorry, they love the the game and everything, too, yeah, and I'm yeah. sure, like, all the writers feel that way. I'm sure all the devs feel that way, too, but, like, Absolutely. you don't be a game dev to work on one game. Exactly, exactly. Like, you don't. I'm sure you there's don't. other, other, other um, yeah. And exactly, I, yeah. I wouldn't want to hold Weeks to just work on Dragon Age because Weeks is an incredible writer. It, they are. They're they've amazing. They've done the best Mass Effect DLCs. Well, well, they've like written some of my them. favorite characters. Yeah. They wrote yeah. Solus and Bolt, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah. They wrote Miranda Lawson, who I, I... She's not my favorite anymore, but she used to be. But that was one of my favorite Mass Effect characters. They've wrote Morden Solus. Like, yeah. they've worked on some of the best... I wouldn't want Weeks just to be locked into... Bioware for the rest of their lives. I know that they do write books as well in their spare time, but still, yeah. like Weeks could work on a, a. Imagine if Weeks worked on the Elder Scrolls, for example. They could do oh an amazing job. Like I don't it just want to awesome. say. Yeah, so I don't just you know for the developers themselves, like who've been, and I'm sure just as much as the fans, they love Dragon Age. But even me as a creator, I'm sure there are times I'm like, do I really just want to create Dragon Age videos? I'd like to book on massive videos too, you know. So you know, it's it, I imagine. That there is a little bit of that too. So I, I ideally would love more Dragon Age content. Absolutely. That's why I'm excited by a potential Netflix show and I love the comics because I am I am just in awe of any content. Absolutely, you know. But at the same time, just being realistic, I wouldn't mind if this was the final Dragon Age game. And then Bioware can focus on the next Mass Effect, whatever they're gonna do with that. Yeah. Yeah, part of me really would love another Dragon Age, but also like we were talking about the writers are amazing, the devs are amazing. I also would like to see what other kind of fantasy games that they could come yeah. up with. Too. Yeah, or a new so, IP. Or a, or a yeah. you know, Jade Empire 2 was, was a, a long-rumored in-development Bioware game, and unfortunately it was scrapped. But that's an incredible universe there that they haven't touched since the nineteen since the 90s. And it, or the 2000s, sorry. And it's like, that IP has hundreds of fans behind it. But obviously, with Dragon Age and Mass Effect, it's like, okay, they have to do the next Dragon Age because it's obviously they've, been, they, they, they've, they've teased it. But they, yeah. they, they, if they worked on that, like, that'd be amazing to see. Or, or a new Star Wars game or, or a bunch of IPs that Bioware and EA have a hold of. They could do yeah. incredible stuff. Even a new Star Wars RPG. Everyone is vying for a new Star Wars role-playing game. I doubt Bioware would ever do one again. But the, the, the Knights of the Republic has been accredited as one of the best Star Wars experiences ever. And I know that the yeah. team behind Dragon Age and Mass Effect could do an amazing job of that. So it's, you know. Oh, yeah, I agree. As much as I love Dragon Age, I also wouldn't mind seeing what else the team could do. And I would mm -hmm. love to follow that too. So, yeah, like, I'm not saying it's something that I want, but just being realistic, it would be yeah. bittersweet. Ju it would be bittersweet. There's pros and cons to it. Yeah, absolutely. But knowing, but like right now, like, to be fair, right now we have no game. And the, the amount of scare, and, and I, I should say fearing and, and, and scapegoating that it has of, of Dragon Age is doomed and Bioware are dead. They're not dead. They're going to be fine. But, oh, they're not dead. <laughs> yeah. But living in that that fear and, and, and hearing, seeing a lot of mainstream YouTubers do that, for good reason. Well, for some good reason. A lot of it is fear mongering. They have, like, points. They have some points, like, you know. But yeah. living in that with no game, right now any Dragon Age game is good. And if it's the final game, so be it, but at least it's a game, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, exactly, like, yeah. At least it's a Dragon Age experience that we can enjoy and go, hey, it was the final game, but at least we enjoyed it for what it was. And that's Dragon Age done. Cool, loved it, had a great journey, whatever, you know? Yeah, uh, and but, if it's yeah. the last one, I know I'll just continue to play them. Yeah, <laughs> forever. Yeah, like, yeah, we're still playing Inquisition <laughs> seven years later, you know, like, it's, yeah. it's still learning bits about these games and dissecting codexes and seeing what they mean and, and 
every time I play any of them, I find something new still Absolutely. to this day. Absolutely. Like, yeah. Oh, oh. I just finished Dragon Age 2 again recently, and I found new stuff in it that I hadn't seen before. And I was like, I've been playing this game for like at least five years now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. How am I still finding new things? Absolutely. And and you find different love for different characters too. Like, I dare say this because of how wrong I was. But when I first played Inquisition, I didn't like Cole. And I played it again. I yeah. love Cole. I love Cole. I love Cole. Cole. But that's because I didn't side of the Templars and I didn't get to experience his raw character. But when you do the Templars and you get that connection to him, I loved him. You know, but, yeah. you know, there's so many things that you learn when you play it again and again and again. I'm excited for that with mm -hmm. DFO. I think there is too much room for a, a final Dragon Age 4 game in the narrative. I think there is so much more room in the narrative for the gate, for the, the end goal that I don't know if it would be crammed into Dragon Age 4 unless they did lots of DLCs. But I think that the narrative now is, is it's got a little bit of ways to go before it reaches its end. That it might be too crammed in DF4 for where they do need a Dragon Age 5. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's... that's one reason that, that does hold me on to wanting a DF5 because... Mm -hmm. It would be crammed if they went, okay, this is the end of the Dragon Age, and this is the Veil coming down, and this is what's going on with the Evanuris, and this is Mafal, the final Blights. And I think if that was in one game, it would be bloated. It would be great. It would yeah. be amazing, but it would be too much going on to where yeah. we do need a fear. Unless they streamline it, unless they go, hey, the Blights don't matter, the Elven Gods do matter, this doesn't matter. And, and I don't know, but I do think that that does give hope that there will be a fifth game just because of yeah. the narrative. But it really depends on what they do. It really depends. I, I agree. I think if they were to shove everything into one game, it would probably hurt the game. Yeah. Then help it. Unless the next game is set like 20 years ahead. Right. And it's like, yeah. oh, Solas has destroyed the veil and the final, the sixth blight happened, but you weren't there for it. And the only hero, I, d I doubt they'll do that though. But who knows? Because I imagine the Dragon Age is going to end in what, 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 minus 942 at the moment, something like that. I imagine it's going to end in what, 60 years? I don't know. But we know that Morrigan is going... I don't know, I don't know. But we know that Morrigan is going to be the inheritor of that. So I assume Morrigan's going to be the one who's going to do that. Uh, so it's going to be in her lifespan. And it, I don't know, I don't know. It's, it's going to be interesting. It really is. So yeah, I'm interested to see what they do with it. I kind of think if they were to like do it all in one game, then it should be like some of the stuff should be in DLCs. Yeah, yeah. And it, it, it would need to be like good chunky DLCs yeah. and almost almost live service. Like that's why our live service in some regard was a good idea because you can just whip out these big chunky DLCs after the game's out and go, okay, this is the plot continuing. The dwarves, the elves, the Kunari. Now you're going to Pavolen. You meet Vaya. You do this. And that's where it, it would be a good idea if it was live service. But obviously the... Uh, stigma of life service isn't isn't good anywhere because we see what yeah have done but regardless yeah. it would be good because okay you're continuing a journey and you are now dealing with the consequences of the base game and whatever yeah it, it, it sounds good in my head but in reality i don't know if i would trust it yeah i don't i was actually really happy when they said that yeah. they oh, were yeah. not going to do a lot of absolutely. service absolutely yeah, yeah yeah like yeah like regardless of anthems like or dislike like Life service uh, in Dragon Age is a no-no. It just doesn't yeah. feel right. It doesn't, it doesn't feel like a Dragon Age game because they've all been single-player RPGs. Because I didn't play Anthem, so I don't really have an opinion on what happened. I know a lot of people hated it, but I also know a lot of people loved it. Yeah. And I never played it, so I don't really have an opinion on yeah, it. Yeah, fair. So yeah. it's not even like that, oh, well, I don't want them to make a live service Dragon Age because look what happened to Anthem. Yeah. Because... I don't have an opinion on that. Absolutely. I just don't think Dragon Age would be 
a good at least yeah. not for the fourth game you know absolutely yeah I it's think... a bit it's a bit random isn't it like oh by the way the next yeah. one's multiplayer it's like well especially with all... where inquisition left off like that yeah. just didn't make sense to me now you're gonna get solace with your friends like i get it but at the same time i want to deal with him in my own world state with my own choices uh, with my own you know canon and i don't want my friends affecting the world as much as i'd like to play a dragon age game with my friends i don't want them yeah. having a say in my choices so i think <laughs> it'd be cool if down the road they had multiplayer yeah. dragon age yeah. i think that would be cool but for this installment, I don't think it's it. I agree. I agree. I agree completely. Like, even if there's a separate multiplayer mode in Dragon Age 4, that's fine. If it's separate, cool. And if yeah. they want to do a Dragon Age MMO when the Dragon Age is done, or they want to create a life service Dragon Age title now that the Dragon Age has been, you know, it's a spin-off, whatever, go for it. But at least for this this next two games, whatever games you want to get, and the, the, that story about the Blights, Solas, whatever, it is, that needs to be single player. Keep it single player. Yeah. And I then agree. do whatever you want to do with the Dragon Age franchise. Yeah. Um, because I don't want it to end. I don't. That's why I'm hesitant to say I don't want a fifth game. Because, like, you know, you hear about these Netflix rumors and the books and the sh And it's such a good, good franchise. So I don't want it to end in this final game, in this next game. I do want it to continue. But look at Mass Effect. The trilogy ended and now they are spinning it off again in the future. So who's to mm -hmm. say the Dragon Age would be dead after the fourth game? It doesn't, it doesn't have to be. It can just be a different age, a different story. Yeah. A different take you know what about uh, you know so many different things they could do so i don't think that if this is the final game and the story i don't think dragon age would be dead i think it would continue because yeah no it's success uh it's not as successful or popular as mass effect but even so it's still a good million dollar franchise that i think isn't going anywhere there's still a lot of people i mean us included we count yeah. Yeah. <laughs> who love this game like i mean this game takes up so much of my life. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, I mean yeah. you you have a whole job around it, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, basically yeah. I, I, don't know, I think that the game's a little too important for them to just like drop after this last one, yeah, or yeah. how whichever one the last one is, fourth or fifth. I think, and like we've said before, like having a multiplayer after the story yeah. is done, I would be yeah. totally fine with. Absolutely, I'm a little. Skeptical on the TV show just because Netflix yes. adaptations aren't always the best, but I really enjoyed The Witcher one. Me too. So Me I'm, too. I'm hoping they'll pull a Witcher and not like a Winx Club <laughs> or Sabrina or whatever. <laughs> oh, can you imagine a Dragon Age soap or a Dragon Age CW show? I, I, you know, <sighs> I, I guilty pleasure. I like watching CW shows, but can you, could you imagine? I mean, <laughs> Vampire Diaries, <laughs> but it's Dragon Age. <laughs> oh, yeah. follow it. Oh, actually, I'm actually down for that. A solo Valen <laughs> from the start, building up yeah. to that reveal, and then it's a will they, won't they romance, whole seasons on it, and the then it's eventually. <laughs> I'm down <Yeah>. for it. <laughs> what do you? Um, what would you think about them like doing like what they did with? Uh, I think it was Demon Souls where they like revamped it. With, like, Ooh. Origins. Oh, something. that's something that I think I need to make a video on because I know that everyone... I get comments every single video. Please talk about a Dragon Age Remaster. I think it would be yeah. amazing. I think looking at the sales of Mass Effect Trilogy, people, you know, so much of the fandom or so many people in the mainstream fandoms go, Mass Effect sucked, the ending was crap, whatever. That game uh -huh. sold, was one of the best sales... It was one of the best major... Um, sales that Bioware have made in recent years. So whatever yeah. the controversy was in Mass Effect doesn't matter. That game sold buckets and has been a great turnaround for Bioware currently. I think mm -hmm. that that should be a poke to EA that, hey, 
doesn't need they don't need to remaster all Dragon Age games because there have been different engines and I think that if yeah. they go to touch Dragon Age two, people would ask for more. You wouldn't just right. remaster it. It would be okay, change what you could change. So I think that just a Dragon Age Origins remaster would be amazing and it would sell like hot candy. It would be I agree, yeah. it would be ama- it, it would build hype for the next game. It mm-hmm. would be a great investment. It would mm-hmm. it would and I think even the Mass Effect Legendary Edition it wasn't it wasn't much from Bioware. It was actually made by a third party company. So Bioware get the same team to do that, and they do it for Origins. It would be the best thing right now for the community. Honestly, it would bring back a lot of Origins fans. It would bring back a lot of a lot of joy and and hope for Dragon Age Four. Uh, it would revitalize the series in a lot of directions, and it would bring back a lot of hardcore fans who don't like Inquisition or Two, but they loved Origins. And and I think yeah, I just think that regardless of all of that. It's, it would get a shit ton of money. <laughs> Simply put, mm-hmm. everyone loves Origins. There is no one who I know who hates Origins. Every mainstream right, yeah. gamer, every everyone who's played Origins goes, I love that game. That is the Origins token was, of the Game of Thrones experience. I yeah. It was nearly perfect. Nearly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, it's obviously, ten, no game is perfect. No game, but, but that's a 10 out of 10. It, you know, it, yeah. it, it really is. The combat, yeah, it sucks now, but it came out in 2009. Like, and at on. the time, it was pretty good. It was fine, yeah, absolutely. And and what it did was it, revolutionary. It got the job done. But it, yeah. it, it got isometric and third person RPGs together. That's revolutionary. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's like yeah, well, you know. So it, yeah, it got the job done, like you said. And and I, I think it's it. Honestly, I'm I'm hoping for it. I just hope that like yeah. the, the 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 fandom of Mass Effect wanted a trilogy remaster since Andromeda, even before Andromeda. So Andromeda mm-hmm. came out in 2016, uh, 2017. I, so. I can't remember. So around that time, yeah, 16 so, or 17. Mass Effect 3 came out in 2013, so people were asking at least for seven years for it to finally get announced. So it's like, when would they do it? Do they have the resources right now? Anthem has just, they stopped Anthem uh, recently. Do they have a team that could get behind it? And when would it come out? But I, I honestly, I I really hope that they're thinking that right now. You know, the recent earnings call is going like, okay, Mass Effect did really well, so Dragon Age. So I, I do hope that. But I'd say this is probably a good place to wrap up. Because we've been talking okay. for a really, really good chunk about just so many amazing things like the Who's the Betrayals and just Solas and our love for Solas. So where can people find you, Megwin, uh, on links and stuff like that? I've got your Twitter. Is there any other way people can find you uh, um, in the Dragon Spaces? I'm mostly just on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't really go too much else, but I do have like my email and my website in my Twitter bio if anyone wants to like commission me or anything because I do do commissions stuff but um absolutely yeah uh, guys check out megwin's art she has commissions if uh do you, do you have commissions available at the moment yeah yeah i do so yeah, you go guys if you want any artwork done check out megwin and she has commissions going at the moment so you can totally get booked but guys i just want to thank megwin for coming on for so long i really really appreciate this yeah. it's been amazing you know proper really setting off lands me really well with just these very great thorough conversations and just getting to know different aspects of the community so be sure to check out megwin on twitter everyone and check out her commissions if you would like to but i just want to thank you so much megwin and yeah guys i will see you in the next lands meet